Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. Hey everybody, welcome to The Roundtable, episode number seven. Uh, Here at The Roundtable, just as a reminder, if you're joining us for the first time, it's an opportunity to uh, look at what we talked about on Sunday, talk about what's going on in the world, to be able to welcome in special guests and see uh, from their point of view or perspective uh, what God's saying, what's doing in their life. So welcome to our co-host, Jenny Walker, and also our special guest, David Dean. Special, and we've already determined this. David is the most famous. Yeah. So if if you want his autograph, right. we can get it set up. In fact, like Email maybe sa- like Saturday. Okay, we should have a line. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm like, already trying to do behind the scenes with you. Okay. So I want to take my camera and go behind the scenes. Like, do you need special water? Do you need strawberries in your water? <laughs> do you only like green M and M's? No, I'm pretty low maintenance. You're low maintenance. Okay. Yeah. Like, if somebody to- comes up and says, "Can you autograph my chest, please?" Well, like, it? is that off limits? It depends on what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> say, not to say that's never happened. Has it never happened? Well, it, it, it has happened. See? That's what I'm... When someone has you sign their skin... Is it weird? Well, it's not weird for me. I'll sign just about anything. But to tell... just about anything. That off limits. Yeah, to tell, tell sign that tomorrow, that signature is probably going to be gone due to some sweat in your glands. <laughs> So it's 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 like an impulse buy, like at the grocery store when you're walking through buying things. Oh, yeah, I think I'll take a Hershey bar. <laughs> I think I'll take an autograph. <laughs> yeah. Here, kid, just put it on my forehead. I don't know where Anywhere. else to go. The next day, they're like, why did I get that autograph? <laughs> yeah. What a mistake. You ever think about that? Like somebody comes walking up, you've ever thought about, they like, hey, can you do your autograph? And then you just do it on their forehead. You oh, know? my gosh. Like, an act, like a different place. Yeah, like, oops, sorry. Yes. This was the biggest space I, I could see your forehead. <laughs> It was bigger than your arm. I've that had, would really hurt some feelings. Oh, I, yeah, it does. I've, I've Five few, head. Especially like middle school kids, they yeah. like lift their shirt up or whatever. And I, sometimes I'll just like fake them out on the back and like Adolf Hitler, you know, <laughs> Joseph Stalin, you know, and they have no clue. So, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, again, so we'll start with Jenny. We're going to talk through like what's going on in the world, what's happening in your life. Then we'll get to know uh, our special guest, David Dean, walk through, kind of get to know him and also what's happening in his life. And then we'll move into uh, what we talked about on Sunday morning. So Jenny, last week we got almost off the rails because we, what you were doing in your life was worried about your stupid dog no, I wasn't. going to heaven. No, I was Yeah, I wasn't. you were. You had I, a book. No, it was pumpkin Kit Kats. Okay. <laughs> get it right. And I well, did eat it all led four bags. into a book that you're reading that actually was called Fido, but you called it Fido. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was I all forgot. about dogs going to heaven. It was so. like so much longer than a week ago. I forgot completely no, about like, all no, that. No, that was last week. So yeah, what's going on now? Um, what do you, so you're off the Kit Kat binge? Yes, I am not going back to the store to get them. <laughs> like I'm, it is real addiction, okay? <laughs> like I, I can't do it anymore. So I'm not going to the store and I'm not okay. buying Kit Kats. So, okay. I'm so what's free. next? So what's going on now? I'm making watching? reels right now on You're Instagram. Making what? making what? Reels. Oh, reels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. having the time of my life. Are you? Yes. Like making all kinds of reels. Yes. Are, are you on TikTok? No. I, I, I am, but I, I've not made anything yet you on should. TikTok. I, I just, it's the... I think some people have like the creative ability, like here's the content, yeah. but I don't have like the the technical skills to yes. put it together, and so that's my my fear because when I put something together, it's really cool or funny that I think is <laughs> it's not like, like 
web worthy. Yes. But you put it out and it's like an 80 year old person. <laughs> that makes sense. And there's no hip factor to it. So I'm yes. afraid to. So, Jenny, there you go. Like you can what? help David Dean edit his TikTok. I don't think I'm go. very good at it either, huh? though. Yeah. I just think, like, I the same thing. I feel like I have the, like, I need the person to do it for me, and I'll be the person behind the, the camera content. or you'll in be, front of the camera. You'll be the one. I'll be like, somewhere. The idea person. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You'll be one in the background doing jumping jumping jacks. Sure thing. You hey, I did that. I thought. You did. Like one time we were in here, and Jenny was a yes. cheerleader once. Okay? I was a cheerleader. And so we were, we were talking about how they do these kick things, and I'm like, "There's no way you could do it now." So she had to do that for yeah, us. Yeah, I did. Oh, she felt a challenge. <laughs> yeah, no. So she got up and almost Don't fell you down. Don't tell me what I can't do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so she got Don't up. Don't dare and, me to do anything. Don't. Yeah. You can't tell yes. me not to eat two bags of Tic Tac. Oh, Kit Kat, Kit Kat bars. I will. Check. Already did that. I will do it. <laughs> One sitting. Yeah, we were on that. So anything else? Watching anything else? You know, reading I, anything? No, I was no. thinking about that and i don't like i it took me the whole time we were sitting here while we were talking to think about what has happened in my life <laughs> this past week because i don't know because <laughs> i'm trying to think like what did i do and i didn't do anything well you did something well, so obviously not. just what, what i guess it wasn't that exciting i guess not yeah yeah let's move on <laughs> <laughs> i got so nothing jenny did nothing <laughs> I could list of this conversation for hours, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. What did you do last week? Don't know. Uh, that's, that's like a comedian. What'd you do? Uh, I went to Family Dollar. <laughs> went to Post Office. I knew I was in the wrong uh, job. I watched ID Network for an yes, hour. Yes, I did. I did. I know. Killer Kids. ID, ID Network. I am Network. on season four of Killer Kids. It's bad. It's good. <laughs> What's it on? Murder. Like, it's TV, it's ID, it's all crime. But it's on like a like dish or something? It's called ID Network. And all they do is investigate discovery. crimes and, and unsolved crimes. and. Uh, <laughs> that was a night. <laughs> yep, night that. And it just... Uh, what? It's, it, yeah, I, I, I watch it and I feel better about myself after an hour of ID <laughs> where I... Whew, I'm glad I've never killed anybody. Right. Hey, we got to bring this up because, like, you're in my generation. A lot of other people yeah. that we've been on a podcast have been before. And they were talking about these murder podcasts yeah. and how they're, like, teaches you how to murder somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, it's back to the Lorena Bobbitt a bit. story. Do you remember Lorena Bobbitt? No, I do. Yeah, See? Yeah. Nobody else yeah. knew the story. Yeah, and I'm like. And so, and sometimes ID Network does these. It, it's kind of, a, this is a, a probably a sad commentary on our culture, <laughs> but they have things called, like, Serial Killer Week. <laughs> Yeah. Or every night of the week, they it's, great. it's like Jeffrey Dahmer or it's <laughs> Ted Bundy. You know, the, Ted Bundy. Love and, him. Uh, you know the Boston you Trumper. Love Ted and Bundy. It just it's it's He's just really awful. Interesting. It's interesting. So after I watch it for a few hours, I'm so disturbed at like yeah. how our our culture and how the the the, the, yeah. the deep recesses of someone's soul could do that. So like I'll watch yeah. like PBS or Disney Channel afterwards. <laughs> just somebody turn on Sesame Street. <laughs> Can we watch like the Gaither Trio just for a half hour? Oh We're going to decompress wow. from that. That says a lot oh. about a person, though. I just thought it was funny because I brought up Lorena Bobbitt yeah. and like what happened, and they're all like, "Huh?" Yeah, I was like, Kirk and Kirk. I'm like, that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you when you go back into the recesses of crime and crime drama and history, I mean, these horrific crimes. They've been taking place since the beginning of time. Oh, you go I back know. to Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, oh, it just started in the 1800s. No, it went back to like the Old Testament. No. Just things that yeah. horrific right. acts of violence and horror and killing took right. place. But right. I'm still caught up on the, like, you like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, no, isn't he the Ted guy? Bundy. That, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. What? Didn't he the guy to eat people? No, oh, Dahmer. Ted, no, oh, Ted Bundy Dahmer had the cult, people. right? No, no, it was Jim Jones. Ted Bundy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Don't take my pen. <laughs> yeah, don't, wait a second. Right? I'm, I'm having a flashback. This can be a murder weapon. A lot of these guys were like, they were like sheep and wolf clothing. They yes. were just like led people just in and then intelligent, articulate, yeah. educated, friendly, engaging, and uh, and then when the lights went off and the the door locked, um, mm -hmm. they were psychos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of like my youth pastor growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm sorry, I'm is kidding. Is he still around? I'm sorry? Is he still around? No, I'm, he is. I, I'm, <laughs> He'd just, never be listening to this. That was bad humor, that's I do, true. I do like, apologize. That's way, no, way. He'd never be listening But those shows were just, they do something to your head and your mind, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so. so David, let's take some time, get to know you. Yeah. I mean, again, most of our listeners, you know, again, like I said, you're famous. You've been for money. So a famous. lot of people know you. But I'm not, here's though. the thing. Here's the crazy yeah. thing. Though. We have actually have a lot of people that listen, like, way outside of Huntington. So yeah. this will be a chance for people. Different country. We're in a different country. Nick, what country? I forget. Oh, dang it. Nevada? No, that's... <laughs> I didn't mean to speak. I didn't mean to say it. No, I know, but I this knew, is the I know best part state. about our I know this is state. I'm not that dumb. I didn't say you were. I just my mouth love just goes it. really, really fast. No, I know. I just love like, it when like, you do those things. Another I know. Nevada. <laughs> but that's in my like that's in my brain. Like where Jenny, I can't control it. Listen, but it's what it's makes the podcast the best. It's an N-word. <laughs> Not the bad one. The Christian in work. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Did Nick oh, come up oh. with it, or are we just leaving this one? No, we're in Canada. No. Canada. Canada. Oh, Wait, oh. It starts with an N. Oh. Or C. Hey, can. Can. Okay, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Like, either way. I knew You know, it. that sounds just like the Nevada. N, you have to say the I N. Can. I mean, we're, we're almost, yeah, we're kind of international, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. Like, we're what? We're kind of international now. We are. Yeah. Well, yeah. either way. So, again, Ooh. I've known David for, <laughs> it's been quite we a need, few years. You know, 10, 12 years. Yeah. yeah, since coming to Life Church yeah. and then, you know, friends of the family and, you know, Sherry and I did stuff with you and Betsy together and, you know, I've kind of, you know, grown across relationship yeah. there and then to my kids were yeah. mentored by you as they went off yeah. on a, okay, they went on a mission trip <laughs> yeah. with David and Aww. with David doing, you know, his mission work that he'll probably talk about here on the podcast. They went there. Actually, a lot of kids from Life Church yeah. have went, yeah. you know. Are we going to do another one? Because I want to go. This is, really? Yeah, this yeah. is David Leeds, and he'll tell you this about year. It, but yeah. these, you know, what he does on this mission work is actually really cool that, you know, the difference yeah. they're making over there. Um, and still, you know, here, you know, at life and going to be coming back Saturday. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to be in Montana. You're so going to miss be, it? Are you going to be in Montana? It's terrible. Like, I can't believe you're it. You're going to be in a different country? I'm taking my boys. It's not a different country. You're going no, hunting. I'm taking my boys hunting. Yeah. So That's fine. Me, me, Brady, Isaac. Oh, we're going to Montana along with Taddy and Mark Pease, another guy from the church. Man. So I'm really excited because yeah. when Sherry and I did our out west trip, yeah. we ended up in a place in Montana. I'm like, I need to bring the boys back here. And so when I got back from mm. our trip, I'm like, a year ago, I said, I'm scheduling it and doing it. Otherwise, you just, you never do it. No, you, if you don't lock it in the calendar, no. you yeah. talk about it and dream about it and never, never transpires. No, I know. You can yeah. just keep talking. That's the story of my life, talking and never getting it done. So, Same. So tell us a little bit about you, David, what's going on. You have, again, a lot of cool things happening. So you have Fresh Catch podcast, your yep. comedy that you do, the mission work that you're doing. You have an awesome wife. Yeah, cool. yeah she is cool. Yeah, so let, tell us a little bit about you, what's going on in your life. Well, right I now. can tell, tell you that this Saturday, um, October 30th, right here at Life Church, 7 p.m., this is a date I've had circled on the calendar for a long time. I can't, I can't put into words the excitement. I just don't do a whole lot of shows here in Huntington. Yeah. And the events that I do, 
you kind of either MC a thing here yeah, and there, sure. or you do a giveaway for a mother daughter banquet, or you help at bingo at St. Mary's. <laughs> or, but there aren't there aren't many where uh, aren't many where like top. hey come do 45, 50 minutes of just straight right. humor and stuff from the heart. It doesn't right. happen very much. Well, and it's funny because they're out of tickets already. Like last yes. week, is that right? Oh, yeah, no, it's everybody's like, two, like three putting weeks out on ago. Facebook. Like yeah. yeah, I don't know how long ago, but it was like five hundred tickets. Yeah, no, I've, I've never seen. I've never seen share, reshare, repost like right. I like I have with with this. So, kudos to Life Church and and your congregation for just getting behind it, and saying, "Hey, we've gone through almost two years of just uh, mental, emotional, oh. spiritual mm, yeah. isolation. Yes. Can we just go out for one night and laugh and <laughs> yeah. just right? And if you could, yeah, uh, yeah, offer free diapers and, and depends." <laughs> We, we want to pee ourselves hard. Yes. And so, again, I've had this date circled for a long time. I can't wait. And so I get the opportunity to go around the country yeah. and talk about what happens in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I go to other parts of the country and say, Huntington's a funny town. I get to come back and tell the people <laughs> in my hometown, here's what you said. And I'm talking to probably yes, somebody should... in the crowd that said it. Yes. So that's, that's a bit unnerving to think that you, you tell stories from your backyard and the recipients of that yeah. humor might be sitting in the third row. And so, but that's, I was born and raised here. I spent five years in Chicago doing second city in the clubs and things like that. And uh, found out that uh, uh, only a small amount of people make it to Saturday Night Live. And so oh, I continue to bust my tail and, and do clubs and work hard. And I start at the bottom. And I, I think I've maybe, I've gone maybe two notches above the bottom. <laughs> but this is what I do for a living. We were talking earlier about like you doing maintenance here at the church like, years ago. You used <laughs> to fix thing. things. And I listen to that and go, that's kind of amazing because if you put a tool in my hand, I would use it like to play bongo drums and things like that. Because I don't know. Or after watching these murder podcasts, you might whack somebody over the yeah. head. Would. I think yep. I could. Yeah, Tempting. no, like you would be completely no, prepared. I, yes. I, have, I have found nine different ways to kill somebody with a butter knife. No, what? I know. Yeah. Oh my That's what I'm saying. Like God, you can watch these I would start like, with my neighbor's dog. Oh, no, sorry. No. Sorry. 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 I'll come rescue it. I know. I know. Hey, I got a quick question. Yeah. Is that really true? Like every comedian's dream, like Saturday Night Live is the pinnacle of comedy? Well, it's so it's improvisational comic. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, and so it's by the, the seat of your pants, like this podcast. It's not scripted. It's just mm-hmm. whatever's in the heart and the mind. That's what Saturday Night yes. Live is. It, this is a Christian Saturday Night Live. It's just it's free flow. It's uh, working without a it. net. You're just you're just kind of uh, shooting from the hip. And so that's what. So stand up is completely different than improvisational comic, where you and I, the four of us, would get together on a stage and create a scene. Mm-hmm. But improvisational comedy is all based on listening. So the best humor comes from what I just heard, I respond to. It's mm-hmm. not me, it's not me asserting humor, but it's listening and responding. That's improvisational comedy. So I didn't even know that was Saturday like Night Live. Witty. I didn't I was uh I I was uh so cut that's what you first. studied? In Chicago, I like did, that whole I, idea. You my first time that? I auditioned, I, I got I was cut. I and so they didn't said, No, you're a stand up, you're not an improv comic. You're really you're, you're too much of a stand up. So I was doing uh, open mic nights throughout the city and just bombing. It was awful. <laughs> awful. <laughs> what awful. is your worst night? Oh, was it awful? Jenny, what does that even mean bombing? Okay, yes, please tell us. Awful. Awful. It's where there's a microphone here. <laughs> yes. There's 25 people that are hammered. It's a Tuesday night. <laughs> Nobody's laughing. And they're all eating chicken wings and watching uh, Jeopardy. And they go, hey, you got a guy from Huntington, Indiana. Where's, where's Indiana? <laughs> David Deere. Give it up for David Deere. 
<laughs> and I come out, and I've got all these notes. And I go, hey, uh, David Dean from uh, Indiana. living here in Chicago now. It's good to be here. Uh, I'm going to just try some things here. And, <laughs> and you, 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 you do it. And uh, there, was, there was two, probably two years of three oh or four goodness. nights a week of just people that hated me. And I'm sure they still do, but I, <laughs> I remember those two years where it was, wow, that brutal. is, that's, but See, that's, I've never even heard that part of your story. But that's kind of like when you, when you preach, you don't, you oh, don't, yeah. there's no training ground. Like where do you go to deliver a sermon no. other than I'm going to stand in 50, front of 50 people and just say, Hey, here's what's in my heart. Yeah. I'm going to share it with you. Right. So you record it or have somebody listen to it, record it. You go back, you listen to it, watch it and go, didn't like that. I didn't like that. Like when I mm-hmm. see clips of myself on YouTube, I just cringe. Yeah. Like grammar, certain words, <laughs> get. I can't say get. <laughs> get out of here. G-E-T. Get. No. <laughs> who's get. Oh, I try not to listen. go back and listen to myself because my wife used to tell me this. She's like, every time you read, your intelligence level goes down. A spouse has has liberty to say that because they love you and you can't punch her. But I mean, yeah. there's truth to it. Like oh, a spouse lovingly says, or somebody that's in your circle that trusts you and, and loves you and just says, you got to stop you stuttering. Don't when say you're that anymore. Or don't do that anymore. Or yeah. I used to say himself. I know his, his, his self. His self. Yeah, he laughed at himself. No, it's it's him himself. <laughs> I didn't know that. His no, self, wait, his self isn't a thing. I, I, I no used to idea. do commercials in Chicago, and every <laughs> I say his I self. would stand in a studio, and they'd give me a script. Okay, this is for uh, Colgate toothpaste. Now, oh. it's sixty seconds. Go, and I, they would stop me every five words. No, that you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. You did commercials. I read them. Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, with your voice. You I have, have a good the voiceover. Voice. Your, your, I have learned okay. things about yeah. you that I didn't even know. It Colgate. was well. Those are those are things you just don't share because you bombed. <laughs> I was in Poltergeist Three. There's a scene in what Poltergeist Three. It's a scary movie. I was in Chicago, and it was filmed on the top floor of the John Hancock building. I was with an agency, and they just needed what they call cattle. You don't have a line. You're nobody. You just simply, you're a part of a company, and there's a scene up here where pretty soon the poltergeist is going to come in and kill everybody. But we need business people, and you're a maintenance guy. Oh, 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 that's cool. Jenny, Jenny, here is your assignment. Oh, I know. You have got to go get Poltergeist 3. Poltergeist 3. And find his thing. I'm talking to an extra, an actor, side guy named Phil Locker. It's Poltergeist 3, and I stand there with a clip. So we filmed it for three nights, and I was living in Chicago. I called my parents. I said, hey, this weekend, Poltergeist 3 opens up. My mom and dad, they were on the phone, they cried. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna get an Oscar! (laughs) No, you're gonna get an Oscar! We're gonna rent a tuxedo and a formal dress! Don't go with a red carpet! I said, well, actually, it's it's playing at the theater in Maryville, Indiana. (laughs) You wanna go opening night? Yeah, we'll meet you there! So we go, and about 15, 20 minutes into the movie, you see me on screen for two seconds, and that's it. <laughs> and my dad's eating popcorn. I'll never forget, we're watching. He goes, well, I'm ready to go. Are you? <laughs> this movie's awful. <laughs> okay, wait, how do you spell this? Poltergeist 3. I don't know how to spell it. Is it like poultry, like, like cow? T-E-R-G-E-I-S-T. Nick will find it for you. Poltergeist 3. We got to do that. It is a quick... It was a quick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Five like, to that's eight seconds. Awesome that you oh, had it was, yeah, that he was but, in the. But what's? I mean, this is what you and I, and kind of you, a little bit to to some. We're we're telling young people go. 
Go pay your dues. Yeah, for Go sure. Go let the world say you're awful and you're right. terrible and you stink because oftentimes we're awful <laughs> and we're terrible and sure. we stink. Yeah. yeah. And I, I should wrong. not be on stage doing jokes for people. Right. But but when you love what you do and you you can't you can't throw water on that no, for passion, sure. right. just continue to do it until you become better. But that, there's nothing wrong starting low and just no. having the world just dump all over you. No, Is our society fair? now, like, that's, no. I wasn't brought up that way. I no. feel like people give up way too quick. No. The, oh, like, really? That's like, they don't, want to put the, they don't want to put the yes, work in? Yes, I wouldn't, hmm. like, that's amazing. Hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, well, what's funny is, is like, because be 17 years, so Life Church this Sunday. Wait, we'll you be... just told the answer. Huh? I have a social media quiz going on right now. <laughs> oh, wait, it's tomorrow. Never that? mind. I <laughs> forgot. It. I forgot. What? Just, just continue. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't know that. How was I supposed to know it's that? It's a big deal. He's only the senior pastor. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Could you give an FYI to the... <laughs> Jeez, I know, right? No, so anyway, 17 years. And again, right. there have been people that have been like, oh, wow, how was it? And I'm like, it was awful in the beginning yeah like i have no idea you know how to tell you how bad it was like you're trying to keep the doors open you know and so they're like oh so is it really that hard to get started i'm like yes <laughs> it really is. It is like today you look at it and you're like oh wow it's you know going so good and i'm mm -hmm. like but you had no idea Correct. like if you weren't here in the beginning you have no idea yeah you know what it took to get there to what you're saying is a lot of people don't want to pay their dues That's right. or don't want to go through those times and then they never get to see the fruit mm -hmm. yeah right so when they say you're a, you're a comic they say what do you what do you what else do you do for for work or for no, this is it <laughs> i have no other tangible skills but you're living in huntington i said i know <laughs> it's crazy I live in Huntington. I get to do this full time. But you you weren't around for the first 29 years of what I did right. mm -hmm. to see right. the sweat and blood that went into it, like where you're talking about Life Church. It just didn't happen yesterday. No. It, right. it took work and effort and people to come alongside you. And the thing about what we do is it, it's, your, it's, a, it's in motion. It's a progress in motion. It's mm. not... Yeah. Now we've reached the pinnacle. Let's yeah. stop. No, you just keep. Right. You keep. You keep climbing that that uh, that mountain. You keep and, evolving. Uh, you right? have to keep. Like, yeah. I heard this. I saw this great uh, documentary on on the mafia, and I hate to Ooh, equate yes. the mafia that to Christianity. <laughs> no, it's a little bit to say. I know it's, it's, it's okay. awful. But John Gotti's quote from the he was the heart of the mafia, and the mantra was "Adapt or die." Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's powerful, like, though. Like, really? That's, that's really true. That's with what we do in, in work and in ministry and comedy. You, as, as society and culture evolves and adapts, you have to adapt and change your material and your content. Yeah. Some, mm -hmm. Now, the, the message is the same. Sure. But, but the delivery is different. Correct, yeah. yeah. Well, and don't you think it's interesting? Because one of the things we've always said about life is that there are no sacred cows but Jesus. Yeah, right. So we'll change everything. Like, mm -hmm. we don't really care. But how many times do you see a church that's been like, we've done it this way forever. For and years. It's always worked. Yeah. And they're unwilling. I'm like, why is that your sacred cow? Correct. Like, if I mean, that should never keep you. Back to what you're saying. Yeah. If you're, you either adapt no. or you're going to become irrelevant. You're, right? Exactly right. And but, when you look out over the congregation from some churches and there's <laughs> seven people and they're all 90 years old. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right. And, it, and you ever change? No. <laughs> right. Those seven love what we do. Yeah. And isn't it just proof, though, that we lose, you lose focus sometimes on what we're supposed to be getting done? Like, no, that's, that's the truth, Mike. You do lose focus. And I, I think there's, uh, I think there's truth. There's, um, uh, it's important to like listen to sometimes 
I'm not saying that, that youth always have the answer, no, but right. but sometimes the the point of view, mm-hmm. the narrative of a younger generation, right. I have no problem. Like, hey, we were talking about TikTok videos. I mean, right. I don't have a problem talking to a younger person to say, hey, how do I create something on Instagram or TikTok or a video or YouTube? Can you edit something? Can you give me a LinkedIn? Whatever, whatever it is, but I still, I'm not going to change my product, my you know, what I present, mm-hmm. uh, my content, my brand. Right. But I, I'm willing to listen and adjust to right. society. And so, yeah. Well, and again, I think it's like back to what we have talked about before is, is that, you know, when you work with young people, this is the hardest thing. Sometimes we look at them and we're like, are you from outer space? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Right. But again, the way that they brought brought up, the view that they've been shaped with, the culture identification that they like all of that stuff. And we're over here and we're like, I don't even know how you think that way. Well, part of our responsibility isn't to adapt back, but to understand the view, right? Like you got to get a view, like you got to get a a view of what they're seeing. Absolutely. And that's Chuck Swindoll's great line. The reason God gave us two ears and one mouth so you can listen more than you speak. And so I, I have no problem (laughs) listening to youth or teens. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, it, when you stop, when you stop wanting to learn or be inventive or expand yeah. your mind, mm-hmm. I think we're we're in for a, a, a big surprise, a huge trouble. But I'm always willing to listen and be open minded to what I may not always agree no, and sure. abide by everything right. that somebody else says. But I'm I'm willing to listen to say, well, what's something else? How do we advance the church? Or how right. do how can I uh, get my humor, my comedy out more? How right. can I brand it more? So right. I'm, I'm up for that, yeah. Yeah, well, and it goes back to the, the concept of, you know, surround yourself with people mm-hmm. that can give you a different view. Because yeah. if you surround yourself with people that all think like you, mm-hmm. like we were having this conversation, so Michelle is moving on, you know, as a worship leader and bringing Corinne on. And so it's like, and it's funny because Michelle and I's view on the world is like, polar opposites you know and so we can sit there and have these conversations and completely disagree on politics completely disagree on covid completely different on all of these things but it's good to understand the diversity of it all because at the end of the day we still love jesus but i can sit there and hear you you can hear me and we can keep going on but it's great surrounding yourself with people that do have different views Mm -hmm. but still at the end of the day you can come back to what matters most it's funny because you know faith is one of those those polarizing issues, like on a plane, I never talk to anybody. When I get into it, when I get into an airport or an airplane, the noise canceling headphones, the mask, the sunglasses, yeah. the fake mustache, <laughs> the trench coat, everything. Trench I just want to look like a, just a pure, you know, pervert in the yeah. airport. That way, everybody leaves you alone. <laughs> there you go. But on occasion, you get into a conversation. I have to lift my headphone off, and I want to say, I, I'm not. But. Anytime faith comes up with a complete stranger, yeah, it's it's just this it's this lightning rod that nobody ever right nobody ever everybody we're in a world that everybody's got an opinion and oh, social yeah. media has given us a huge platform. Mm-hmm. Now we can spew our rhetoric and our yeah. nonsense to the world and and uh, I think there's some validity in just sometimes walking away from social media and just yeah. maybe. I, I, I call, what I do now, I call it hit and run. Hmm. So, <laughs> I've done one of those. I <laughs> In real life. No, for real, I went to, I went to Adams yeah, County Jail saw, for it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> for real. I know. I know. What the hell? <laughs> you just want up me there. <laughs> I, I can do that. That's all right. That's all right. But, so I mean, you, you learn from young people, and, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and and you, you, you post things, and then you shut it off. 
Oh. You post instead your... of going back and forth. Oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could post a picture of a kitty cat in front of Aww. a rainbow riding a unicorn, That's and somebody what I'm would saying. say, "Well, you know what rainbows mean." <laughs> Unicorns, they could impale you if you're not careful. (laughs) Kitty cats, Democrats love kitty cats. (laughs) I just just stay away from, no matter what you post. There's always, it can, you know, like like I've got these YouTube comedy. I don't watch, I don't read the responses. I got zillions of, but you, you never read the, yeah. The okay. people's response because if you listen to those, they're mean. The like criticism. you get negative responses. Oh, oh, Mike, really? Oh, I want like why? Oh, <laughs> oh, you never remember like the people that say that was no, a powerful yes, no, sermon. It's, a, it's always yeah. you led seven people to Jesus yeah. to have that sermon. Thank yeah. you, Mike, and we'll be back next Sunday. <laughs> right. You don't remember that? No. You remember that older guy who hasn't been in church in years ago? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. You, are you sure Luke was a doctor? <laughs> yeah. Agree to disagree. Okay. Yeah. No. Do you know that, you know, when you gave that message, we're not really sure that that's true. We're going to have to leave the church. Yeah, over. I don't know if that's biblical or not. So. <laughs> I mean, we read it out of the Bible, but. Did yeah, you I read mean, from the Pentateuch? Well, I'm not coming back. Yeah, those are the comments you remember. Yeah. You didn't use the King James version, so yeah, we know you're you not full of the Holy Spirit. So <laughs> I always, we got to find a church that uses old know, English. I know I'm going to get called out when I have a ton of people at my table afterwards. I'm selling CDs and autographs, writing on junior high kids' back, and <laughs> there's always one person, like way in the background, just kind of like you know, just. Kind of just, you know, just, just waiting. Yeah, just kind of like yeah. simmering back and forth. Well, I'm and gonna kid him. Everybody's gone, and they kind of make their way up. I, I, I liked your show, um, but here's the, but mm. um, always a but. Ruins yeah, things. the one thing that you said that kind of, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was listening here to one of your Fresh Cats podcasts, go. and you were talking about this. Yeah, Somebody came so up and you said, said something. Th- kind of made me feel <laughs> and you know there's a part of you wants to go you know i really don't care how you feel <laughs> i wish you would do it just like that i know <laughs> i know that I'm, would a, be great. I'm a christian so i gotta fake it till i make it so <laughs> i don't like care but you know i really don't you probably shouldn't have showed up here tonight to begin with oh. this yeah. is a comedy show it's art. It's nothing. There's nothing right. sacred. Right. We're I don't think ge- people realize that, though. We're a jester, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, the king's castle, and we're making fun of all the king and queen's proclamations that right. I'm saying what the audience is. So it's not real. Right. But if you really want to dump on me about. <laughs> we can go. It's kind of like, like, if you read The Shack. Yeah, right. right. And all these people that complain about. I'm like, you missed the whole point. The guy never said that this was supposed to be a biblical reference. It's like, I wrote this to my children to help them understand the Trinity. So stop being a baby and stop your whining and shut your yapper. You know, but then you got all these Christian people out there running their mouth about something that it does. He wasn't even trying to do that, just like you're saying. Well, look at yeah. comedy. We're not trying Same to do thing. that. Same thing. It's C.S. Lewis and all those books he wrote. Right. They're allegories. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And how many people did he point to Jesus, a former oh, atheist, that just it was an allegory? I didn't know, know that about C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. So but. it's humor is the same. It's right. not, I'm not, it's not necessarily my point of view or really how I feel. It's simply just an art. I'm just trying to give you a break from life for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, God used to say, 
I don't care about your feelings. I care about your commitment. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, as a comic, I don't really care how you feel. Right. In fact, I like it if you're upset and ticked. Right. <laughs> then at least I provoked some sort yeah, of emotion yeah, in, some your dead, in your dead, thankless, apathetic <laughs> body. Oh, now we're going. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey. Good. Amen, yeah. brother. Whoa. Amen. Hey, 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 David. How about that? Oh my gosh, are you sweating? Yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> sweating like a whore in church. Man, oh man. Those are the best. Can we edit that? Can we edit that? I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's no, oh, no. No, that's sorry. perfect. We don't edit anything. It's okay. Like, this sweat like Mike tape. Tyson on a spelling bee. <laughs> Did you hear that? What'd you that say? You sweat like Mike Tyson on a spelling bee. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't get it. Oh my. <laughs> Do you know who Mike Tyson is? I do the chicken guy. I know. Chicken guy. We'll go with that. It's, no. a, it's a baseball player. Listen, no. I, want you, something. Jenny, I want you to join me on a mission trip to okay, Nevada. Please. To Nevada. Nevada, please. Please. Listen, I was just talking to Jennifer about going on a mission no, trip. No, wait a second. We're back to how do you not know who Mike Tyson is? I do. He's that big guy. Yeah. He's the, big. <laughs> He's big. I mean, what, what do you mean? He plays something. Nick, we are on a roll Wait, today. Yes. Okay, he's either in the movie um, with the two with the two white girls. Yeah. White chicks. The you know white, white chicks? Yep. I know you know what? white chicks. Is white he really chicks. in the movie White Chicks? Isn't I, I he? He's a, he's, a pl- he's a fighter? Yeah, he's a boxer. Yeah, okay, he yes, he was in my... Or white chicks. Okay. I can't even say it. <laughs> white chicks? White chicks. I think he was. I don't know if I'm oh, a right chicks. <laughs> yes, we are on a roll. We are seriously on a roll. Yes. Hey, David, tell us what else is going on because you do have Fresh Catch. So that's obviously in your out doing comedy. And again, inside of that comedy, as you talked about, you know, it's connecting with people, giving him that, you know, lift. And I, and again, I've heard this from many people, like it is going to be really good, especially after coming off a year of like, there is yeah. no hope when we've been sitting in our house and we're wanting to, cause this is really true. Like addiction and a lot of stuff happened yeah. with people being locked up, oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. not being able to go out. And so yeah. it's really exciting that you can provide that lift for people and be able to do those things in that. But also you're doing fresh catch. Right, so you have your own podcast. Yeah, Fresh Catch 2.0. That's with... Uh, 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. Was there a 1.0? It was, because there we did was? it for years, and then my pod partner, Dave Ron, he <laughs> left. He moved to another city. Do you need a new partner? Well, we could use a guest host. I could be on a then. half one. Yeah. Like, I'll just come on sometimes. Podcast. Fresh a, Catch. Trader. Fresh catch. No, you just I'll leaving? do it all. Fresh Catch 2.5? That's, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yep. Two and a half? We called so, the jail well, 1.0 oh. used to be done here because yeah, David so did, here, did, did it at the cafe. We did it here at Life Church at Cafe yeah. of Hope for years. Then he moved. It was off for four or five years. You know what's, You know the podcast doesn't have much of an audience where people are like, <laughs> you didn't even know you canceled the first one. <laughs> 2.0, you got a new one? Whoa. Didn't know it. Oh. Yeah, I used well. to listen to that, but I didn't, and again, I didn't know you started it back up. I don't know who told me about it. Probably about two like, years now. And so, again, it's just kind of kind of like adjusting with the times. Like, right. podcast seems to be especially very yeah. prevalent during COVID because right. Right, we couldn't leave and you can't talk to anybody. So right. that was a nice release for a comic and a, the, the genius mind of, of Dave Ron. That's this crazy... This, uh, I think the, the, the word, like, they, they juxtapose my humor with his brain. And so I'm kind of a funny guy, and he's an incredibly smart guy, yeah. and I'm not. So <laughs> he, he endures me and puts up with me and makes me feel bigger and better than what I am, and I'm not. But yeah. he's just <laughs> so guy. darn smart, and he's like one of those guys that makes you feel like you're right in his level, like right. you're right in his wheelhouse. But he right. could just out-talk you in, in anytime you <laughs> want, but he doesn't. 
<laughs> so it's every week we put out a new Fresh Catch 2.0 podcast, and uh, and you guys do it via Zoom, is what we right? Zoom it. Yeah, oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, they do it like because he lives in Middlebury. He's in Middlebury, oh, but it's okay. very similar to to your podcast. Right, it's very similar sure. to yeah. Roundtable in that right. it's just an opportunity for people to another opportunity for people to connect with Life Church, like. Right. Hey, we want to catch the new podcast, and right. people are traveling. I listen to podcasts when I travel, right. you know, when I'm on my bike, and right. so uh, it's a nice way to uh, to do that. And I do the comedy, and uh, yeah, go down to the DR once or twice a year. Other than that, I kind of lead a boring life, Mike. To be honest with you, <laughs> honestly, seriously, are you still like this workout champion? No. What? Mm-hmm. He, you used to be? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the endorsement. Thanks for the endorsement. Yes. Yes. Let's all. Oh, my gosh. There. Lift it oh, up. This is what we've all wanted to do on the do podcast. That. Here you go, champs. <laughs> Actually, Give me a free membership, no, will no, you? for real. If you look inside your card or inside of your drink, where is it at? Over there. You've got you got six. You do six punches uh, to come to chance. Let's throw them away before I get home. No. <laughs> I bet yeah, you, you see them. Too soon. I used to work. I still ride my bike all the time. No, I know. I but you used to like lead classes. Yeah, and that was with old people. Five old people. Five of our old people friends. Okay. That's fun. Like if you've been over and picked up a piece of paper, like, well, we're done for the night. My back's sore. <laughs> Enough. See you at Wendy's. <laughs> that was the after party. Yeah, that was it. So I, yeah. still, I still ride my bike a ton with friends and, and go mornings and nights and do things like that, but not working out quite as hard. But one of my, the great joys of my life, and I, I don't say this in a, in a pretentious, boastful way, but one of the, the best hours of my week, I think I've told you before, is and I couldn't do it last year because of this stupid pandemic, right. but yeah. uh, I've been volunteering for years at Lincoln Elementary yeah. with my third graders, and yeah. I go once a week on Wednesday from 1 to 2. And a shout out to Stacia McElhaney, sweet, sweet, godly woman there. <laughs> and uh, she's a teacher, and she just allows me to come in. I told her years ago, she says, hey, what are your strengths? I said, well, I'm not really smart, <laughs> but I can tell you right now, I hate math. Oh, I love math. Math is worthless. You never use it Amen. later in life. She, don't Amen. tell the kids that. So when you say don't tell that, the first thing I say to the kids, <laughs> introducing Mr. Dean. He's going to tell you a little bit about himself. He said, I'm David Dean. I can't wait to be with you this year. I'll be here on, on Wednesdays from 1 to 2, and I'd love to read and write and talk and get to know you, and I, I hate math. You with me? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes. yes. That's why God gave us a calculator. Yes. Amen. So yeah. that is what I circle on my calendar yeah. from one to every Wednesday at Lincoln. I just absolutely. What well, do you do and there? You, and you I, have. I volunteer. I help out with kids, get to know them. Uh-huh. I help with projects. I help with reading, writing, and uh, fun. Uh, help with some maybe some homework issues that they're struggling with. And so. Uh, See, you're smart. You know what? I'm I, really you, not. That's third no, grade. You know what I? Though, no, I know. You know what I worry about? I worry about that. Like if I'd go in and volunteer, be like, let me help you with your homework, and I'd be like, nah, I have no idea. You might just been a time or two where I'm, I'm like pulling out my phone. They're like, Mr. Dean, you're not supposed to use a phone in school, and I, I need to Google the answer. Here. Yeah, no, I know that would yes. be my fear. But what's always weird is because Betsy and I don't have like grandkids, and my nieces and nephews are far away, and so it's just you know she and I and the cat. But sometimes. <laughs> Betsy and I'd be like in a store, or a grocery store, shopping center, whatever, and like a third grader comes up and runs up, hey, Mr. D, they give me a big hug, and their mom and boyfriends are like, hey, who, who, <laughs> who is that guy? Who's that dude you're hugging over there? <laughs> hey, you're going you're gonna to hear from my lawyer now. You can't, you can't touch, you can't touch Tammy, like, don't give her a hug. <laughs> Face. You leave Tammy alone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm David Dean. I, I volunteer at Lincoln School. I'm, 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 
He's, I don't care who you are, David Deer. <laughs> David Deer. He passes a background check. <laughs> hey, is your shirt up when this is happening? <laughs> yeah, are you kid? wearing yeah. the When the shirt's up, that's when the mom goes, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you stay away from Johnny. <laughs> what are you doing Thursday night? Bingo at the BFW. <laughs> That's a good hangout place. You know? What is? BFW. What? Oh, but I mean, on a serious yeah. note, like one of the things that you've talked about, and I think even some people might have got involved before, was like some of these kids need mentors. Like it's yeah. not just like you go in, but a part of it is you get to build a relationship with them, and then it turned into some more with some other people to help mentor because we are living in a a fatherless generation. We're Mm -hmm. we're living in a generation with a lot of broken homes. And so reading might be an avenue to get in, but it's, but long-term you've talked about that. Like how can we continue on with these kids to make a difference, you know, in their lives? Yeah. And the most, the most valuable commodity in a person's life, a Christian's life is time. Yeah, for sure. And so Mm -hmm. to, to just, to just give up an hour a week, um, it may seem like a huge step at first to a person, right? But once you get into that groove, and it becomes a part of your your routine, like right. devotions or brushing your teeth or whatever. I mean, I mean, one to two, you're there, and uh, and you you hit it right on the the hammer. I mean, that was the reason I went was to like maybe try to mentor kids yeah. and help people. But we do live in a fatherless yeah. society, and so like, when you talk to kids, one of the most exciting things. Uh, for a kid to share, like, hey, what's going on in your life? How are you doing? What's what's happening? Um, they can't wait to go see dad. Yeah, for sure. Like Friday. Right. We get to see dad Friday. Right. And wow. I'm sorry to say, probably eight times out of ten, for some reason or another, I, I'm afraid to inquire, that often falls through, either because mm-hmm. of dad's schedule. No, I know. Dad's gone. There was an issue between mom and dad. So it's not, I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not bashing Marriage, divorce, <laughs> split, separation, alimony, power. No, it's just a reality. But it's yeah. it's a it's yeah. a it's a fact of life in our culture. And I, I think one of the one of the pitfalls of our, our of our culture is the absence of, of dad. Yeah, well this is t- I mean, so when I so when my kids were growing up, one of our big things was and people kind of got honest for this, but we always said we're not gonna pick our kids' friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how sometimes yes. it'd be like, you can't hang out with that one. You can't, they're like, they're the bad group. I said, nope, pick whoever you want. I'm just going to reach them for Jesus. Yeah. So you, you pick them, I'll reach them. So let's work together. So I always did my boys' small groups, and Sherry always did uh, the girls' small groups. And so brought it over there. Brady's small group, you know, probably two or three of them came from a, you know, broken home or got a divorce or something had happened. And, you know, but that was a little bit more abnormal. Go to Isaac. Every kid, we had 15, 16 kids in there. Every single one of them, family was divorced, Mm -hmm. came from a broken home. And again, you're sitting there trying to tell them like, you need to learn to be a man. And this happened. Like you need to step up and be like, how am I supposed to learn that? I don't have a father. I don't have anybody in my life right now that's giving me the tools to be a man. This yeah. is the only time I ever hear this is you talk about it and I go home and there's nobody there. And it's nothing, again, this isn't, you're right. It's not right. bashing. It's just reality. It's it's a fact. It's a fact. Like we have, we want men to be men, but they're being raised by women. And again, this isn't even against women, but women are not men. No. Yes. And I, I heard Steve Farrar at a conference say years ago, our culture, we're experiencing what he calls, his words, not mine, emotional castration. Mm, and so sure. what what's happening is we're, we're making our boys Anything but mm. young men, and I'm yeah, not trying to make sure. this 
a misogynistic, <laughs> macho man. No, you know, I, but no. but right. what's happening? We've got like when I when I when I'm when I'm interacting with the the young girls that don't have a dad, like your tone of voice is huge right. because they're they are just so mm-hmm. accustomed to hearing a woman's voice yeah, for sure. And then the young boys, if you say, you know, hey hey buddy, don't don't jump up and down the desk. Don't don't do that. Right, right. They don't know what that is because no, mom know. never says don't stop doing that. Right. You know, I mean, right. I would be put in jail if they saw the way I raised my son <laughs> out. Right. I swear to God, I'll take a shovel. I will hit you in the face. No, I, I swear too. to God, when you're sleeping, I will light your bed on fire. I will pour propane all over your bed. And while you're and asleep, you pour oh propane. I will light your bed on fire. Do not ever. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Alex, no. have you met his son? I mean, you had to. <laughs> yeah, here's the line. Hey, Alex, yes. Here's the We're line. We're in TV class together. Now he's a cop. So he's so A and B, yeah. black and white now. That's but I so mean. Funny. Right. But it's just, it's just, you can see, like you're talking about the kids growing up, you can see the homes that don't have that mom, dad, that AB, no, we I work know. together. And again, it's, it's like you said, we're not trying to. And I think the reason people shy away from talking about this, because we always have to preface it. So every time you have this conversation, <laughs> not you have to, I'm, I, yeah. let me just make sure I, I preface sure tell you. So you don't think. I don't okay. hate women. You, no. just, you both did that. No, Do you know the that? Point like, is, multiple I feel like, times. I feel That's like sometimes you have to do no, that. Otherwise, this podcast or cancel culture. <laughs> don't listen to the round table. Those yeah. two men hate women. Oh, it's you like, see how they push Jenny to the side? <laughs> right, I never even looked at her. <laughs> no, but this is like... And we Sad, were clear though. back to when we did the, the uh, series Beautiful Design. And so we talked about, like, what's scriptural design for marriage? Oh, we got, mm-hmm. I mean, railed when we said, like, this is what a man and this is what a woman, this is their role. God made it. It's beautiful when you actually operate out of those roles. I know you don't like the words. I don't know. Again, I know you don't like that, but this is what the Bible said. You can choose not to live in it. Like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. The point is, you don't have to listen to me. I'm just telling you, the Bible says it. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's here's the this, word. Yeah, it's just what it says. Yeah. You know? But if you share the, yeah, I and that's. And that's why you're like, at some point, as as we get older, you know, I'm not saying you don't care, but you just, you're like, I'm just being obedient. I'm just doing what God no, called me to do. Yeah, and, it's probably and, one of my greatest strengths and weaknesses, because I really don't, like, from the stage, yeah. I probably say some things that, Nick, I probably shouldn't say. I laugh what at all was, of them. What was Buddy Ryan, the, the old <laughs> football coach, remember, remember his great quote? If you start listening to people in the stands before too long, you'll be sitting in the stands. <laughs> Amen, brother. So I don't, yeah. don't want to be the guy in the crowd. I want to be the guy holding the mic That's saying, right. here's what you may not think is funny, but I think it's really right. funny. Right. That's all that matters. <laughs> if you're, you laugh. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. Hey, so let's take let's take this opportunity because I can't actually see how we're doing on time. I know. But, oh, I can. Forty six. Okay, so we got a little bit of time here, but let's let's take this then to David. We've been talking about. So we did uh, this series on lament, mm-hmm. and then we did a twenty four hour prayer and a night of worship. And the reason was is for a lot of. Well, I mean, you came through the pandemic, you know, and. There was a lot of hurt that happened during there. I mean, honestly, a lot of people leaving churches, a lot of people, oh. you know, have a lot of things to say about mm-hmm. it. You know, everybody had a different view yep. of what it was supposed to be. And a lot of relationship struggles with people at home because they actually had to be at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it started a lot of conversations, a lot of hurt. Life Church has had 
um, a significant amount of loss. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. how to compare it, but, you know, we've had young people die. We've had staff members die. You right. know, we've had, you know, people lose people very close to them. And then, you know, Sherry dying this year. So we thought, you know, it's probably good because, you know, you're, you're hearing me do it. Like when I'm preaching, I'm kind of unpacking my feelings, you know, so let me just kind of tell you how you're I'm feeling. A, you're a I'm, great lamenter in this yeah. chapter of life. <laughs> yeah, so let me just, so we thought, well, why don't we do a weekend where we can come together and we can pray? So anyway, we've been talking about this idea. And so last week we said, and I would assume in, that you would agree with this, having hard conversations with God is difficult sometimes for people because they feel like you're not really allowed to say that. Like, mm. he's God. You can't have those kind of conversations. So we established last week, like, you need to have the hard conversations. Like, God's not surprised, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and you, you too have experienced tough times in your life, and yeah. you too have went through those things in your life, and you too have worked with people that have went through it. And so you would also agree, like, you got to have some of those tough conversations. No, you're, you're right. And, and kudos to Life Church. I mean, incredible timing. You came off of a weekend where you're talking about lamenting, which mm -hmm. is lamentations. It's, yep. it's Jeremiah, the weeping uh, prophet. He's yep. the weeping prophet for a reason because yep. he was pouring out his heart and weeping and, and mourning and asking questions. And then you do the 24-hour prayer and the night of worship. And those are three events that are, that are kind of solemn, kind of... Uh, yeah kind of emotional and yeah. and and but yet you you come back 6 days later with a night of comedy. I mean, you could not <laughs> you could not have that. timed that better. Right. And thank God, praise God that it wasn't like all those three things and then an hour later, <laughs> who's ready for comedy? <laughs> but you gave them 5 days to like absorb and and reflect and yeah. think of what you plant the seeds you planted into the hearts of people here at Life Church. And gave it a few days and said, "Hey, come back and let's now let's let's go on the other end of the spectrum and let's release it." But I mean, what's wrong with I? Honestly, I I'm at a stage of life where I'm I'm kind of bored with uh, chit chat and small yeah. talk and the weather and life and yeah. you know my bursitis and my ankle and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? Bursitis? Fifty years, Jenny. Wait. Wow. Wait. What is bursitis? Well, it it's it's tense. a venereal disease. Oh, nice. I'm kidding. I'm no. kidding. I'm oh. sorry. I'm teasing. Jenny I'm sorry. Was, Jenny was oh, staring at, at, at David. And, and I'm sorry. It's a venereal disease. And Jenny looked can, away you like, you, oh, my God, she scooted hey, in her chair. You only get it in Nevada. <laughs> she scooted hey, her been, chair I've been away. I've near worse. Gosh, Nevada. I, I'm so what sorry. I do apologize. I'm so sorry. Oh, we love it. Sorry. We love I, it. I, I, please forgive me. Jenny's so, chair immediately went like, I don't even know what that is. Sorry. No, but when he said venereal disease, I don't disease, know what that is. You, were, you don't know what a venereal. <laughs> All right, there we go. So yes, lamenting. you do. No, lamenting. I don't. Lamenting. STD. Lamenting. Oh. <laughs> lamenting. Of a... I did. I really did. Lamenting. Know that. <laughs> Let's Lament. Lamenting. Okay. I've never Woo. had that. Boy. <laughs> of all the places I could be right now, other than right here, right now. We need a fan. I had no idea. Boy, I wasn't listen. kidding. Okay, I would rather no. be playing Twister with Richard Simmons. Uh, that would be so I'm much gonna fun. I'm going to say... <laughs> His outfits. 
Oh, I Did you get that one, Jenny? Yes. You'd rather be playing Twister my with Richard <laughs> My grandma watched him. Of course she does. <laughs> she's probably our age. Yeah. Oh, way older. No, she's oh. dead now. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> how do you how do you come back? No, but come we're gonna back. bring we're gonna bring this one back. How do you well, come I, back? This is why. Here's what you said, and I think this is important. I need chips. We do need to be honest. Say what needs to be said. We can say it to God. We can say it to other people when we're hurting. And then we also need to celebrate the joy of life. I mean, that's where you're with all of this. That going together. I have two thoughts. When you read Job, the book of Job, and Job went through what he did. And and he spent how many chapters crying out to God? Yes. Right. He cried out to God. Why? I hurt. I understand. Lost my family. Lost my job. Lost my cattle. Lost everything. My kids, he's going on and on. And and God let him, that's not excluded no. from Scripture. Right. So you've got a man who went through a horrendous ordeal in life, and he poured out his heart. Why, 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 why? And I think God allows us to put our foot down, stomp the desk, and scream out, mm-hmm. why? Yeah, it doesn't make any in sense. In Espanol, por qué, why? Por qué, Dios, why, God? Right. You don't really understand. But you said this earlier, David, and I think this is important. One of the reasons that it's okay to lament because it reminds you this isn't your home, right? We're like, pilgrims, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're all, let's let's just be reminded that this sucks and that sucks and this sucks, but let's be reminded that we're on a pilgrimage through here and we're going to a place, and so it reminds us, like, right, this isn't our home. This isn't the way it's supposed to and, be. And if if life were great, if you did not have to preach on lamentations, I don't know <laughs> that we would be listening to you. <laughs> Why would we have to show up? If our home and our work and our family and our life right. were a little glimpse of heaven, right. why would we need to go to Life Church and right. hear you speak on lamenting? Mm-hmm. Right. Because life is so good. Right. But I always tell people if you've not, if you've not buried a family member, a child, a parent, a, a, a divorce, a disease, lost a job, made a horrific mistake, if you've ever wait six months. No, I know. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Because yeah. it's coming. That's what we Absolutely. You know, uh yeah, that's that's what we we have in common. And uh uh yeah. Yeah, so, so then so then this week, this week so we're talking about Paul then. So then we went into this week and said what else can we learn from the whole lament process? So it was Paul who's saying like I want to go to Asia God stops him from going to Asia, and so he takes him over into Europe. He reaches Lydia, because this is what we said about part of the lament journey process. Is it's always like when you're on a high, and then the world stops. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. your things are going exactly the way you wanted to, and then all of a sudden it's like the bottom drops right. out of it, you know, and you don't know what to what, do. What's the great Haitian proverb? When you see that mountain, beyond that is another mountain. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> exactly, right? So then we got to the place of then, so Paul leads Lydia to Christ, but then ends up in jail. So he, he goes away from where he thought he should go, ends up in Europe, like, oh, maybe God does have a purpose. Then he gets put in jail and is like, I don't have a purpose, right? Like, I'm sitting here in jail. How can I reach people? And so what we talked about is, in the hard times, how do we stay on assignment? And so, and you know, for you, Jenny, or for you, David, I think this is what we want to try to help our listeners with, is like, how do you, in the midst of times that aren't going the way you're supposed to, still stick with the assignment of why we're here because I think we would all agree like you still have breath on this earth because you need to be used by God to reach other people mm-hmm. right and all those these circumstances make it seem like it's never going to get done we're never going to you know I'm in jail like how are you going right. to reach in but that was Paul's story like he's I'm in jail there's nothing I can do mm-hmm. so maybe for our listeners help them journey through this idea like when you're in those seasons of um 
lamenting or you're in those seasons of pain, what are some of the things that, that we can do for ourselves? Maybe some practical things, because we know when somebody's in pain, they go in isolation. Mm -hmm. We know when people are in pain, sometimes they focus on just what they're doing or what's going on in their life. So what would you, Jenny, say to somebody who is going through that, but we know they need to stay on assignment, maybe from your own experiences or things mm -hmm. you have, like what can we help them with or how can we help them journey through that? Well, I, luckily I haven't had a, like a terrible situation happen since the last one, but I will learn from the last one. So like you mm. said, isolation. and Because what that's what you were saying to our audience before. Yes. It's like you went through a time where you went, you know, I kept asking you how you're doing. You mm -hmm. lied to me. Wouldn't tell me. Every and, time. And then, well, I wasn't lying. I just, that's a white lie. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not the same You can at say all. I'm fine to somebody if you don't want to tell them. No, you're right. That's allowed. I mean, it's a lie, but it doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm no, fine. my point was, you. we yes. said this, like you went into isolation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So you isolated yourself from people. Mm -hmm. For multiple different reasons, you know, in your time of hurting. Right, right. right. Which, yeah. So, right. so again, then to our audience, how did you find purpose again in coming out of that or in that? How did you look at this and say, like, I still have purpose and I can't stay stuck in this mm -hmm. place? Like, how did you get there? A lot of it was having good people around me. So and that's something that I never had before. And I think that was another reason why I was able to come back so quickly because I had people around me that saw and that spoke life into me and that had said, like they noticed that something was wrong. So they pointed it out and they just made it aware to a bunch of people. So I couldn't really isolate the fact that I was using because that's what I would normally do is mm. nobody would find out until like four or five. I'm arrested. Then they find out. So you're you arrested? Know? Yeah, arrested. Oh, got it. What did you think I said? I didn't rested first. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, until something like traumatic happens yeah, or, you right. know, serious happens, that's when they would find out. And in this journey, mm. Jenny, would you say that, like, speak to somebody that's on the outside looking in. So we're okay. looking at your life and... Some of the things, like I would think this, is that part of my responsibility is to help remind you of your purpose. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I want to come to you because that's what we're trying to do. This is not just yes. about, because I hear people say this all the time. Well, I'm not going through a tragedy. And I'm like, David, like, we'll just wait. You know, it's coming. But so what do we do from the outside? Because I've always said, since I lost Sherry, you get some of the most awkward mm -hmm. conversations ever and people mean well and I know they mean well and I know what they're saying but it's just not helpful mm -hmm. you know I mean it's just not helpful at all and so from somebody looking in from the outside to somebody who's going through struggles mm -hmm. how can we because I think what you're saying is people help to remind you yes. like Jenny you still have purpose like right. you still have so is that what you would say is like for us that are trying to help other people is help see you for who God sees you or help see you in a way that yeah. he wants you to go to remind you of the purpose that you would have? Well, you even said this. I can't remember what sermon it was, but it was that when you are that low, you can't see yourself for who you are going to be, just like how God sees us. Mm -hmm. Like you're only seeing yourself from back then or right. in the moment. So negatively, but other people are supposed to bring you up just like God. Yeah. So you're saying like we could help you see yourself as God sees you right exactly. Right in this moment yeah. to help pull it mm -hmm. out of, of that place. Mm -hmm. And again, remind you, cause I mean, it's one of the things that I did with you. I'm like, Jenny, you remember when we sat down and you're like this drug addiction, I want to reach other people with drug addiction. You still have a purpose on this stuff or stop jacking around. Let's mm -hmm. go. 
right? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. remember, yeah. remember, 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 because it's easy to forget, like, in the midst of working at the cafe and now in the midst of doing what you're doing, like, you have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. So don't forget mm -hmm. the story to tell. Don't get so wrapped up in getting work done or don't get so wrapped up in, you know, what's going on. And but don't you think people listen? They listen to the people who've been through it. Mm. Yes. We, we seem mm. to to tune in a bit more. Yeah, that's probably I true. I know people that have just lost family members or spouses that when they talk to you, they instantly, there's a connection yeah. and, and their ears get a little bigger because they're like, I, I know, I know. Yeah. So when you're talking to somebody that's been through it and you say, here's, here's what's happened to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm better or less than you, but right. here's, here's where I went to the pharmacy to find the help. Yeah. You need shelf aisle six and they, you tell them where to go. So it's like when we went to Sherry's celebration of life and the place was packed and it got done. I just felt like I had ran a marathon. Mm. I was exhausted. I was sweating, been mm. crying, laughing, everybody's mm. comments. And then Betsy says afterwards, she says, well, can we go up and s talk to Mike? I said, I, I don't think I can. Mm. I don't have the words. Mm. I'm not sure what to say. Yeah. And so we left. Yeah. And I do apologize, but I. Oh no. I just we we came and we celebrated her life and the stories and, but I I could I could kind of empathize and hurt with you. No, I know because you've been on the same level too. with. But. But sometimes they're just. It's like I go back to Job. His friends they sat with him and cried for what a week, two weeks. Yeah. And they said nothing. No. They sat with him and cried. Yeah. No. That's important. And so I I figured if I got a hold of you, I held you, I would just cry and say nothing. And there's sometimes there's. <laughs> there's validity to that, like, <laughs> say nothing. Yeah. Right? No, right? The, I, again, I've said that. I'm like... And we left. No. And I just told people, like, just so you know, I still know you care if you say nothing. You know, because I've been down this road before, yeah. and I've always told people, like, so hard. What are you going to say? It's awful. I mean, what are you going to say? No, it, there's at, nothing at a that wake, a funeral, it is... There's nothing, there's right. nothing, and I'm always fearful. I'm yeah. fearful when someone stops me in a grocery store... And we're just interacting. I say something stupid. <laughs> and I know that at, at, at wakes and funerals and yeah. I, I've said just, there's nothing you can say. No. Yeah. No. There are no words. And no. sometimes just a hug and just and move on. Well, and again, it's the people, and I still say this, it's the down the road. Yeah. You know, because in the moment, I mean, it's in the moment. You know, what do you say and what do you do? It's like down the road of people that are going to help you come out of it. And that's what we're trying to figure out. Cause that's what I would say for myself. One of the things that was difficult for me is, is that Sherry and I were a team. Like we did ministry right. as a team. We did life as a team. Everything. We were best friends. Mm -hmm. Like we grew up since I was 15. So everything that we did together. So the hardest part for me was not just losing my wife, but now I have no future. Right. So I'm looking at my future saying, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know how to do ministry without her, yeah. but there was this whether it was talking to people or going with God, what really was a breakthrough for me was this idea that it helped me see I still have an assignment. Mm -hmm. I still have an assignment. Don't, I still have breath. Don't forget on this the earth. job. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm still I'm still on this earth. You like I have, you I have breath. You didn't clock out of the job yet. Yes. So because yeah. ministry is not a nine to five. No. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> right. And so yeah, like stay yeah. in the game. I have a new thing for you. Like yeah. don't worry. Stay in the game. You you're still here. So don't don't wish for something you can never have, but see what I have for it's you. It's what we all have in common. Like Norm MacDonald, the great comedian, just died of cancer. Jewish, but he had a phenomenal statement. He's like, hey, my great-great-grandfather died. My great-grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, my mom died. And he's like, I don't think the odds are with me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, guess what? Right. For all of us. Right, yeah. for sure. That's our common denominator. Right. 
But how do we come alongside and lament and hurt with others? I think that's the million dollar question is, is you may be on a great roller coaster right right now, but there's somebody who can't even get into the park. And so right. mm. how do you come alongside and lament and hurt with them? I think that is the essence of right. Was you ever did you ever listen to Maverick City? No. Yeah, so Maverick City, something that Stephen and Lexi listened to, Maverick City mm. Musical. Well, anyway, they have this song, Worship While You Wait. And so when Cherry was sick, you know, we'd play songs for her because it helped ease her nerves and stuff. And that was one of them. Like, what are you going to do when you're waiting on the Lord? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's where we were, you know, as you're waiting on God to do something, right? Either mm-hmm. stop her suffering or heal her. And so we mm-hmm. would do that whole concept of worship while you wait. Mm-hmm. And even now, like waiting on what's next, what's God going to do next? Mm-hmm. Worship while we wait. And that's what Paul did. So mm-hmm. Paul's in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. He thinks he has no pers- purpose. He worships while he's waiting on God to move. God moves, and it's because of his worship in the waiting that a jailer saved, his household saved, and things are changed, right? That'd be the thing. I would just echo what you just said to to listeners and watchers that um, just don't, don't, like, don't forecast or look ahead Mm -hmm. to the ministry moment. Right. Live live in the moment. Right. It's right here. Right. It's where you're at. It's what you're doing. Right. It's people around you. It's who you talk to. Um, don't, don't miss the moment. Don't, you know, well, I wish God would just give me a ministry opportunity. It, it's, he gave you opportunities right. and you, you missed it. Right. Right. So don't get so caught up in the past or the future of, yeah. of where are we going the or what we used to No, It's, it's yeah. right now. Right. And I think sometimes that the pandemic was great in a lot of ways because it forced people to, to get out yeah. of their comfort zone and mm. I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Just right. for the second, now I've got some time. Right. And it was organic, and now all of a sudden they've got like a side hustle because it happened during yep. the worst time of our country's life. And right. so right. something great birthed out of something awful. Out of pain. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And that's and again, I, I think that's what we're trying to say to, to our audience, right? Mm-hmm. Is just don't miss that sometimes in the midst of pain, God's ready to do something, you know. And yeah. nobody wants it, but let's just be realistic. I mean, we're old enough, you know, Jenny's had enough experience to like, listen, life's not fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like life's not fair. I don't care. You what know, my, my mantra for life is just, just have low expectations. <laughs> yes. Man, that's great. You know, oh, just, yeah, just, just settle, settle for a uh, generic beer and, and once, in a while, <laughs> once in a while champagne falls on your, your lap and, you know what I'm saying? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I guess if yeah. I can, hey, I, I'm I'm Dominican. If I can have a meal and You're get Dominican? by, if I have some rice and beans today, <laughs> I have the Dominican lifestyle, the Dominican mindset. I got a meal for today. Yeah, for Woo! sure. They have yeah. the best mindset ever. ever. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you could just celebrate inside of the of those things. I had a meal today. Yeah, right. Life is good. They are right. the best people ever, though. I just got back from vacation there. Well, not just, but like a few months ago, and they are like. Man, I could have just stayed there and lived with them. They were so cool. It's, it's, they were just so happy. You yeah. can learn a lot like, from lamenting. Oh, you can yeah. learn a lot from that lifestyle. Yes, for sure. Where definitely. they worry about how we're going to survive today. No, What's know. our next meal? I mean, right. and then we, you know, we're, we're griping about, you know, my my 14, my my iPhone 14. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's wrong with our Wi-Fi? Yeah, stupid <laughs> Wi-Fi won't work. Yeah, stuff is not Netflix update. stinks, man. Stinks. <laughs> seen all the shows. Yeah, now I got to get the other streaming things yeah. like the five or six or seven or however no. many I have that I'm paying for. And I don't even know. I, know. I have no idea what no. it is. All right, so we'll 
wrap up here today. We got, this is our fan segment. Woo, so in our fan, fan segment. segment at the end. So this is our email just so everybody knows. So it's uh, the roundtable at lifepunnington.com. So here's what we want people to give us feedback, send us questions, future ideas of what do you want us to talk about. And Jenny always has for us, which I'm a little bit worried because usually before the podcast, Nick, we forgot about this. Oh, to ask. We always be like, hey, Jenny, do you have something for the next week? I do. I do have something. Because she is supposed to be planned, but most of the time she's not. I do have something, though. I did plan it. Okay, so last week was to get people used to, like, using our email, sending stuff in. We always give them something to do. Right, right. You know, and so last week was. My favorite thing ever is take a picture of your dog. It's yeah. going to be great. Hey, David, did you, you probably didn't listen to last week, but last week, so you know Travis, Travis Harrison oh saying like he led his dog to yes. Christ. Like this, this was part of he it. And then he feeds him when he gets out of the shower every morning, he gives him Altoids. Like, yep. And the dog waits outside the door. Yes. Yeah, so while anyway, he's naked. so I had to put up, what, what? What? I thought that's what he said. Why he was what? Naked. <laughs> I don't know if he said that, but what, what person has showered? Shower. What person showered fully hey, dressed? Very, very true. <laughs> very true. So anyway, so people do the submission. So people we did get we did get a few detergent. people. So David, you get a vote on this. So so we vote on who's the best, and then yep. they get what's their prize for winning? A ten dollar gift card to Cafe of Hope. Okay. So if they win, Jenny's going to get it. She might remember who you are. She yeah. might not. Listen. Yeah. Not. I mean, every once in a while, she gives your card away to the wrong people. I don't want to talk about that on air. <laughs> no, I, that, okay. was, that was in the past. No, she found a Linda in the church. It wasn't the I right know one. Linda. And she comes walking up. Hey, Linda, here's your winning card. And this Linda's like, could what you is, back off? Really what are you confused. talking she about? Was really could you step back, what please? Are, what are you talking <laughs> she about? She's like, you won the thing. She's I'm like, like, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. It was really embarrassing because the whole class was listening. <laughs> like, oh, it's good. So, okay, what do we got next? So put it up, the first one. Oh, look at that. Dogopoly. There's really such a thing. Yes. Dogopoly. Linda sent that to me. What's behind she all She texts me, more Dogopolis. Oh, I think it was like they found that at Walmart or something. No, I, think I don't it, think they really have Dogopolis. No, I think that's Walgreens, though. <laughs> the meaning is a store. Yes. Either yes. way, it's a yes. store. It's not like they have Dogopoly hey, at home. That's all I, I was trying to say. what my stores are. Okay. Aww. Who's this? Nick? That's Jeff Diamond. Jeff Diamond. Oh, wait, my bad. So he has a golden retriever, too? No, that's not a golden. Well, what is it? It looks like a lab. <gasps> it is a lab. Okay. His, her with name's a little, Lena. With, with a little... Luna. Little Bandana. Thing. Yeah. Okay, next one. The next three are Taylors. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the dog living in my house over there? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> oh. Are those really his dogs? Or those those are. Some, well, have, the first one has a really tragic story, right? No, the next one does. Oh, the next are, one? Those, oh, just wait. How many does he have? One. No, he only has two, but just wait. Just wait, man. Okay, you doing it? Oh, <laughs> this isn't really their dog. No, yes, it no is. it's not. I swear. Taylor. Mm. What? Okay, what's like? What's the short version? That's of like when you see a picture of an ugly baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my grandson. You're like, yeah, that's no. a that's a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, that's that's a dog. Wow. I think his tongue is permanently like that. Uh huh. That is awful. Oh, <laughs> that's the best picture Jenny, ever. Jay, why are your eyes? Why? It's polar guys. You, you get the feeling that dog right now is scratching her back. <laughs> the dog is scratching Jenny's back. Yes. 
Because we're doing, he was looking out the window, so I wanted to look out the window. Why are your eyes so big? <laughs> because I can't make my eyes big. <laughs> no, I I will say, this is this is kind of a cute puppy. I that, know, <laughs> is, yeah. He's oh, the best, man. Way to go, David. You that just stroked kind of Look at him. Look how handsome he, he is. is. Okay, is that all of them? Yes. Okay, what's your vote? <laughs> what's what's the... So you get a vote on the best dog picture. Yeah, your favorite. Well... Your favorite. And I'm not I'm not trying to be partial... But you can't pick me. ...or biased. No, you because, can't pick that, you. That's, you can? Yeah. Oh. The last one with, with Jenny, that, that, that's probably a, the, the cutest... Uh, that that first right. one we saw... Nick, can I see that first one one more time, please? It was Dogopoly. Nope. Oh, it's cute though, Jeff. I like a cute one. There was another one. A dog or dogopoly? No. no, keep going the other way. It was the one dog. Hey, that oh, really. Oh. <laughs> I saw that dog on ID. He killed people. <laughs> he killed people. He's a mass murderer. No, that, the other tried. one kills people. No. That's why his tongue's out of his mouth. Yep. Yeah. That one right okay. there. That's, that's really, a science project. That's not. <laughs> That's what happened to him, a science project? He has allergies, and he scratched all of his hair off. That is not true. That's not his dog, I'm I'm leaning toward Jenny's dog. That's a cute puppy, yeah. Nick? I'd have to agree. Jenny? I know. People really liked my pictures. I have, like, 20 of them. (laughs) I did. I took a bunch. Okay, so Jenny wins this week. So, Jenny, here's what we're expecting you to do, is to donate your... $10 $10 gift card to somebody else. Oh, okay, okay. I you just know, thought so I wouldn't that, get one. That'll to be a good, yes. To a cat owner. Yeah, cat right. owner. Yeah, so you have to go out and do that. Okay, Jenny, what's what's next Okay, week? so next week is send us your favorite picture of you that makes you laugh. So it can be like a really ugly face. I'm really good at those, you know. Um, so it's the, like, you doing something? How you, about a most so embarrassing personally. or laughing video, too? Like Oh, a video. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't had any videos on here. Like, somebody <gasps> caught you what's doing that? Is that an embarrassing picture that's going to be sent in? What? I, I'm just saying it's I'm like taking her picture. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you could have this like, like you saw somebody tripping. do something and it was hilarious. You know, tripping. it's kind of like the uh, you America's watch somebody videos. fall and break something and everybody hilarious. blasts their head off. Hilarious. That's what yes. I'm saying. Every like time. some of those. Like you got some of those Every videos time. out there okay. of somebody gets smacked in the face. Like you're a little kid, you're playing kickball with them and it <laughs> knocks them over. And Why is American <laughs> Funniest Videos? Anytime somebody takes a board or yes. a bat, anything to the groin, I don't care. Every oh. man laughs their head off. Yep. That's or hilarious. Like, I'm going to have to get, or it could be because this is what makes me laugh. So it's uh-huh. really what make a video that makes you yes. laugh. Yes, okay. something so, that makes you laugh. like the scary ones when people get scared. Oh my gosh, yes. So we have... Jerry O'Connell it gets scared all the time. So Greg Dale, one of the guys that works with him, hides all day long and, and videos scares him all day. Videos. He and it's like, it. Mike, I had a meeting with him the other day. He's like, Mike, I gotta show you these. And he's oh like, gosh. he's hiding behind and Jerry comes walking around Jerry. Boom! <laughs> and they jump. They jump. Hey, every time. Listen, Sing every time. Every time. Listen, every time. Okay, so one thing you probably don't know about me is if I get really, really scared, like you come around the corner, like my knees give out like a fainting goat. <laughs> no, you I swear, don't. I told everybody. Rehab, every rehab I've ever been to, and they never bleached me. I okay, Nick, they come around Nick, the corner. This is your mission. Somebody I'm, has to scare hey, Jenny like and like see guns. her just like go to the no, ground. Like guns, and get and it on video. The, the only ground. thing is, she added words that you can't <laughs> What guns? No, because I got no, I'm just what I'm not good. rehab. Oh, I say it all the time. <laughs> not many of us that can say the funniest thing happened to me at rehab yesterday. <laughs> But I say that all the time. You know, my last stint in the penitentiary, I tell oh you. I know, man. I know. It's just, I'm, I'm laughing with you. <laughs> or no, when she That's, tells stories yeah. of her uh, Kentucky visit. Oh, yeah. Those are some of the funniest ones. Like when she says, you know what? I was down in Paducah, Kentucky. When they try to take all my teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's another podcast. Yeah. You'll be having dentures by next year. Paducah in itself. I love Paducah. Well, I love Paducah. I'm just saying, when Jenny brings it up, I almost die laughing every time she says it. When I was down there, I almost tried to pull all my teeth. They did. They really did. I said, uh uh. So I left. I said, peace out. One time they numbed me completely up and then made me leave. Jenny. All right. So we're wrapping it up. David, thanks for being on. Jenny, obviously, thank you. It's been a great podcast. We appreciate your time. Don't forget, you know, everybody's excited about David's show coming up on Saturday. So excited, Mike. Be able to celebrate. Great to have him here and that he would be willing to come, you know, to Life Church. He's got a lot of other commitments, but he'd be willing to stay in his hometown and be a part of it. It's going to be a great night to do that. So, again, thanks for everybody that joins us on there. Again, uh, share it, get it out there. Want more people to subscribe, watch us on YouTube. And again, we hope that this blesses you and gives you some nuggets for life. So, thanks for being with us. Thanks. Not the McDonald's coming. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>